Hey there, this is Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. You're listening to the Aligned Women podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If you want more time with your family and more money in your bank account, you're in the right place. Be sure to take our Aligned Practice quiz to find out how aligned your practice is. You can find it at www.alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. Now sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone. We are um, sharing a member spotlight today on the podcast, and we've officially transitioned these to the podcast this year. So these uh, member spotlights used to just be within the Aligned Women membership program. And I realized, why are we holding this good stuff in for just the people who already know the good stuff? (laughs) Why not share it with more women who also need to hear examples of how to create what we call an aligned practice. So today I'm here with Dr. Jennifer Mitchell and Dr. Jennifer gets to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Dr. Jennifer Mitchell. Um, I'm currently residing in North New York um, near Fort Drum. My husband is uh, an officer in the army, so we are highly mobile and my practice has um, reflected that mobility. We have two boys, they are four and five years old. I uh, am currently homeschooling them, as well as practicing part-time, and um, I don't think I could have done this without Aligned Women's help. Awesome. So tell us more about what brought you to chiropractic, where you went to chiropractic school, and how you started your career as a chiropractor. Well, I am six foot tall, and as a tall girl, I was immediately recruited to play basketball. And I also hurt my back playing basketball and I went to a chiropractor and I walked in in pain and I walked out feeling great. And I thought that was something that I needed to look into as a career. Um, I finished up my bachelor's at CU Boulder. I ended up going to Northwestern Health Sciences University in Bloomington, Minnesota and got my DC there. Moved back to Denver, practiced there for five years. And while practicing in Denver, that's where I met my husband who was stationed at Fort Carson. And then uh, practice has changed um, variably since then. Yeah. I just had a conversation with someone else right before you. And when I asked her how she decided to become a chiropractor, she shared basically the same thing, <clears throat> that she had had a sports injury. She didn't specify what sports. And that, that injury led her to the student health clinic at her college. And they just gave her medication. And one thing led to another. She went to a chiropractor. and She felt really like much better really quickly. And then she became a chiropractor. And I think that's so awesome to be able to have had that personal experience with chiropractic changing your life and helping you also even define what you wanted to do with your life. I didn't have that. I just chose chiropractic as a career. I was like literally looking for a way to combine my marketing experience, my social work education and chiropractic seemed to make sense. (laughs) So it's definitely a, a different story. Yeah. So, okay. You're in New York state now. And yeah. um, I think it's been, I'm, I'm thinking like two years now since you've opened your practice there. Just about. Yeah. Almost two years. Exactly. 
So what was practice, or maybe we should back up a step and, and talk more about where were you at when we first connected? One of our other members, who's also been on the podcast, Sarah Radaval, told you about Aligned Women. And I remember our very first phone call, you and I, and I was like, you've got this, like, you're going to do awesome. And I don't know that you felt so confident in yourself at that time. Being highly mobile, the military has led us to, well, when I moved from Colorado, we went to um, a small duty station called Rock Island, Illinois. We were there for 10 months. I couldn't start anything there. Um, Then we moved to Germany. I wasn't allowed to practice in Germany. I kept my Colorado license active the whole time, but I wasn't really allowed to practice. I did kind of get my hands on some friends uh, to kind of keep my skills up. And then along came Christopher. And shortly thereafter, we moved to El Paso. And shortly thereafter, again, along came Matthew. So my hands were full in Texas with two kids under two. Yeah. And even though I was seeing a chiropractor in Texas and he kept telling me, hey, if you guys stay here, I need you to get your Texas license. I want you to work with me. But we didn't. <laughs> then we moved to New York and I had sent out some feelers to doctors in the area and they weren't really looking for an associate at the time. So I was like, well, I, I want to start practicing again. I'm at a place where my kids don't need me as much and uh, I want to get going. And so my choices were to start practicing out of my house or find a space. I happened to find a space that was uh, within reason and um, I started to throw myself out there. What was your biggest fear in that time period? When I mean, it's probably different now looking back on it, but if you can put yourself in those shoes a couple of years ago when you were just getting this practice started in New York, what were you, what were you not sure about? Everything. It's been about seven <laughs> years till I was in, uh, since I was like actively practicing. Mm-hmm. So much had changed. They had changed from ICD-9 to ICD-10. Could I do, yeah. I mean, I was, building a cash practice, but, um, you know, did I still remember everything? Did, you know, everything was scary. Putting myself out there was scary. Would people respond to me? Would they, would they, did they need care? Did they even, you know, did they trust me? I mean, it was really about making myself seen and how is that, how is the impact of that going to be? Um, especially after the hiatus, it was just, it was, scary to jump back into it after not really practicing for seven years. And how do you feel now? Oh my gosh. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so much more confident, which is huge. Um, And it's just meeting everyone that I've gotten to meet and um, realizing that my intuition was right. That, these, I'm embedded in this military spouse community and they absolutely needed care, especially since TRICARE doesn't cover chiropractic care. So they were in need and um, they were excited I was here and I was excited to be able to serve them and it, it's worked out very, very well. So what do you think has allowed you to go from feeling like you were uncertain about everything in practice to feeling fantastic and really quite confident now in your practice? Actually, the thing that I think I was the tipping point was right in the beginning when you and I were talking and the, the light bulb moment was marketing and not marketing to everybody, but marketing <laughs> to your ideal patient. Um, that was a big light bulb moment for me because I was trying to figure out how to get everybody in my office. And I was like, I don't want everybody in my office. You want this person in your office. 
Isn't that a strange dichotomy? Like we intuitively know we don't really want all the people in our practices. We want plenty of people, but not all of the people. And yet we feel like we should do that. Yeah. So once I started drawing in my fellow military spouses and their kiddos and sometimes their husbands too, it, it was like, oh yeah, this, this is what makes sense. This is why I uh, feel I need to do this. I mean, I'm out in, in my neighborhoods and talking to meeting people just for military functions and I'm hearing stress levels and back pain and headaches and children not thriving well. And, and I'm like, I, I can help you with this. <laughs> Let me help you with this. So it's been, yeah. um, key light bulb moment for me is focusing my marketing energy in one direction and just doing that allowed my confidence to blossom. Mm. Yes. And it sounds like really your primary marketing method or strategy has been relationship marketing, building relationships and building trust with people in your community so that they not only know that you can help them, but they trust you to help them. And that has been um, huge for me because the military community is so small. Um, Once word got out, they got out fast. And so I did have patients the very first day that I opened, and that was me just sharing my link on Facebook. Hey, I'm opening and I'm available. And patients slowly started coming in. And then that person shared my information in her breastfeeding group. And then one of my neighbors came in and she shared my link on her Facebook page and um, all of a sudden, um, when people started asking in these these spouse groups and these mom groups, who can I go to? Where's reputable here in the area? We're new here. We're new here. My name would come up over and over and over and over again. So absolutely building those relationships was key. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit and talk about some of the core principles in Aligned Women. The first one is self-care. So tell me more about what self-care is for you and how in the world you fit it in with two boys who are, I forgot their ages, five and four now, five and four, five and four, and you're homeschooling them and you're working. And yeah, they're here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. <laughs> so, uh, I get up early, not every day, but I will get up early to get some exercise in. I have, um, an app that I pay for that I can, do some home exercises with. And I also did buy it's echelon. I'm not plugging them, but, um, but they have a bike. that's kind of like a Peloton bike. And so I can do on the bike or I can do a strength training or I can do something at home before the boys even get up. Um, and then at night after they go to bed, I take about 30 minutes just for me. And I, uh, the husband is downstairs. No one's bugging me. I'm just in my room. I can meditate. I can journal. I can read. And that's my biggest thing that I need is alone time. Like I have done, I've taken the care of all the needs, all the patient's needs, all the husband needs, and now it's time for my needs. Um, so I try to bookend it at the beginning and the end of the day. I used to feel guilty about how much time alone I like to have. Um, sleep is my number one not compromisable, followed very closely by having time to myself. But what I realized especially over the last two years after having added our youngest child who really just like like when she came life felt (laughs) like it exploded. And I now understand that it's actually a 
time that allows my nerves out a bit. It allows my sympathetic nervous system to have a break and it allows my parasympathetic nervous system to turn on more and how can that be wrong? Yeah. <laughs> so I've just stopped feeling guilty about needing time to myself. That's absolutely quiet and there's no one talking to me. <laughs> Trying to focus on a million little questions. This doesn't always yeah. work. So the four and five-year-olds have lots of oh questions gosh, about yes. how this world works. Yeah. <laughs> so even if I try to break away during the day for a couple of minutes, um, they will find me. They'll have questions about something. So I try to book in at the beginning and end of the day, but awesome. it's, it's non-negotiable. Amen. Okay. Next core principle is time and energy. I know that there was a point in time after you had joined Aligned Women that you had gone from evaluating where to open your practice or where to like continue to focus on growing your practice and getting things more ramped up to, okay, I've got plenty of patients, but now I feel like I don't know how to manage my time. Those weren't your exact words, but that was my takeaway or my, how I remember the conversation at that time. So what have you learned about maybe balancing your, your time and your energy and your ability to focus on all the things Would maybe you have like a, a hack that you love so that, that helps you get all the things done. That was a learning curve. <laughs> um, there were several months where I felt very overwhelmed um, with trying to, okay, I didn't get notes done at the end of the day because I had a lot of patience or I fit that person in. Um, and then trying to make sure my family still came first because mm -hmm. that's why I'm doing it. I still wanted to take time off. Uh, before the kids were homeschooled, they were in a preschool program and I was trying to take time off to attend some of their preschool programs, the muffins with for mom for Mother's Day and um, their Halloween costume parade, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I do have a planner that I, and I really like that because that will take any thoughts that are swirling in my head and put them on paper. And then I have them written down where I don't have to keep like a tab open in my brain, <laughs> keep the tab open on paper. And then I can refer back to that later if I need to. Um, and that has been very helpful as long as I don't put too much on the paper. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that's, that's not going to fit here. We have to push that back or forget about it. Or, um, so setting, setting better boundaries, it's still a struggle for me actually, but it's getting better. So it's like, no, I actually do not have any more time this week. You cannot get in this week. I'm sorry. You waited so long to schedule <laughs> that kind of a thing. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. Um, what's next? Community and relationships. I feel like we've, we've covered that one pretty well and even marketing as well. Um, and then lastly is money. I don't know that I've shared this on a podcast. Maybe by the time that we release your member spotlight, I'll have talked about it. But at the Align Practice Workshop in September 2019 in Minneapolis, everyone that was in attendance took the Align Practice Quiz. No one was taking it for the first time. Of course, they're all members of Aligned Women. So um, they're all taking the quiz. And we talked about scores after they had taken it. And I thought it was so interesting that ideal patients and money were the top two scores, meaning like everyone felt pretty good about the patients, the volume of patients, the types of patients in their practice, and also their relationship with money. 
those like managing money and the way that they feel about money. Right. I know that a lot of women that come into the program when they're new, they don't feel so good about money. <laughs> so that was really insightful. I was like, I was like about to explode. I'm like, well, we're obviously doing some good things here, <laughs> helping people make some more money because if you're feeling better about it, it's not because you have less of it. It's because you have more of it. Right. And then of course the lowest score was marketing, but there's a whole variety of reasons why that's the case. <laughs> so my point here is that we do a pretty good job of helping women make more money in their practices and taking more of it home to their families as well. What has changed for you in relationship to money in the couple of years that you've been in Aligned Woman? Um, well, actually coming in, I kind of had a different money story myself. and I was afraid that I would be charging too much. And I was afraid that I would be seen as sort of only serving a certain population of military spouses because we all know exactly how much our husbands make because it's posted online. And so I wanted to be accessible. I wanted to have a lower rate than the neighboring chiropractors, maybe not as much as the guy who works out of the barn down the street. I won't go into that. Is he a bar <laughs> or a barn? Barn. He's the barn. barn. We call him the barn chiropractor. I think a barn is better than a bar. <laughs> this is still an interesting practice location for sure. <laughs> Drinks or anything. But yeah, he's um, um, an in and out kind of chiropractor and he's very popular with the soldiers and that is his practice model and that's fine. However, yeah. and I did not um, set my prices to his rate. I did, however, try to go a little bit lower than the, the neighboring the docks to try and be accessible and I knew I could meet my overhead and that's what uh, I've been telling people. But as of in about three weeks, I'm raising my prices because I do more and I spend more time with my patients and I get better results. I'm actually people are like, well, I've gone to this guy. He doesn't do this the way I like it. And you're doing this good muscle work as well as this. And they prefer that care. And so I'm going to try charging more for it. And I'm happy with that. And I'm excited to make more money and have more money come to me. And I'm excited that I was able to provide as much as I could for my family this year. So we're going on a second vacation in two weeks. We um, are able to purchase some things that we had to put off. I am throwing money at my student loans, um, which has been a huge stress relief for my husband. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's been absolutely fantastic. So awesome. And I sound like a cheesy mother hen or something when I say this, but I'm just so proud. <laughs> And it's so, it's, I just feel so grateful to be able to share your story with other people um, because, you know, I know I needed this when I started off in practice and I was a mom and I was brand new and I was just trying to do what my male mentors had told me to do to be successful in practice, which was just work really hard, work all the time and you'll make it. So that's what I did, but I burned out so fast doing that. And I was so resentful toward, well, our profession and toward myself for choosing this profession. And I was like, if that's what it takes to be successful in this career, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. And I was there in Colorado too. I was actually excited for a break. It wasn't, I mean, I was heartbroken to leave my patients in Colorado, but I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting married and I'm leaving. And it was, I was very burned out from practice there. Yeah. Um, and my husband had an idea. He's like, well, you know, how much do you think you're actually going to uh, collect this year? Do you think it's going to be this much? And I'm like, oh, no, I probably won't even be that much. 
And it was $5,000 more than that much last year. And I'm way above that already this year. So being able to shift my perspective and expectations and realize that um, we do have such a valuable service. And um, I I don't know, it's been life-changing and it's been wonderful. Awesome. All right. So my final question for you is that well, it's basically what I asked in our Facebook group this week for Aligned Women members. What is something that you wish you knew about this program before you started it? Maybe something that would have made it easier for you to say yes to it, or that might make it easy for someone else in the future to say yes to it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Dr. Sarah Radabaugh did a pretty good job of selling it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's if you have a friend who says you really need this program, you just say, okay, I'll trust you. (laughs) I didn't know she was part of the coaching program and I was expressing to her my concern with starting up and she's like, you should really talk to Danielle and Aligned Women and And I'm like, a coach? Yes, that would be a great idea just because I feel like I need some guidance in this area. Um, I didn't expect the community. Um, I really appreciate the tribe and the support. Um, I, I think I really did just go into it thinking it was, oh, it's, it's me and Danielle and she's going to help me out. <laughs> and it's everybody and they help each other out. And yeah. uh, uh, the reinforcement of resources or the reinforcement of ideas and the sharing of resources is, is huge. Maybe you just don't find that anywhere. We are all in this together. It's true. <laughs> Dr. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to share with the podcast listeners today. It's my pleasure. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you've loved this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic who you know would love to be more profitable in her practice without sacrificing any more time with her family. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into how you can have both more time freedom and more financial freedom, be sure to take the Align Practice Quiz. You can join our newsletter and get your free copy of the quiz at alignedwomen.com forward slash quiz. You'll know in less than 15 minutes what you need to focus on right away to become present and profitable. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.